0: Coming up on this week's episode of RSVP.
1: My colleagues were like, what has happened to you, Jane? It's like you're on a hen I just went a bit wild.
0: This normally would have been fine, but expecting a day of plane sailing, we had had a huge night out the previous evening.
1: Yeah, we call her, well, event bitch, basically. It's time
2: for a little RSVP, the show full of rants and stories, visions and pains and so much more, with special guests and fun galore, hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams, confessions and everything in between, so sit back, relax, for a while, no whiskey, get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP.
0: I am so excited to say that RSVP is back. Yes, season three of your favourite podcast for events and travel professionals is here. And what better way to kick it off than with our guest, Jane Petman, who is the Strategic Events Director for EMEA at ServiceNow. She's going to be sharing her most memorable experiences, her dream event and responding to some of your anonymous confessions. If you want to get involved and submit some anonymous confessions yourself All you have to do is email cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. That's cit.rsvp at haymarket.com. And make sure you stick around to the very end of the episode because our own in-house one-man band, Sam McNeil, the UK General Manager for Song Division, is going to be wrapping up the entire episode with one of his fantastic songs. Also, a big thank you to Convention Bureau Italia for sponsoring this episode. But without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy a long-awaited episode of RSVP. Hi, Jane. Absolute pleasure to have you. And um, it's, it's been a while.
1: Oh, it has been a while. Well, I've been in the bunker of maternity leave for the past 10 months, but it doesn't really make much difference because everybody's been in the bunker. Um, but yes, lovely to see you. And uh, thank you for having me. I feel honoured.
0: Oh, honoured. I feel honoured. It's, it's, it's a pleasure. And I was... I always talk about when I've met one of our guests and I struggle because I feel like you've been to so many of our things and I've, I've seen you at so many events. Don't you
1: just... sound like a cling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: You're just really, really clingy, Jane. And the problem is I just can't get rid of you.
1: <laughs> I hear you. When when, when was the first time we met? I don't know, the first time we met was in Portugal, actually, um, at Destination Forum or something, and I uh, gave a little presentation about uh, an event I'd been working on. Yeah, and then I think at the CNIT Awards, we'd met each other and another forum. Okay, yeah, I've been to a lot of things, turns out, yeah.
0: Listen, there's nothing wrong with being a regular attendee of CNIT events. If anything, it'd be encouraged.
1: Fair enough,
0: then. But yes, actually, funnily enough, um, I was watching the Grand Tour recently, and the first episode was at that same racetrack that we did that event, and uh, the same racetrack that you were a speaker. So it brought back all of those memories.
1: Wonderful.
0: The first part of the acronym for RSVP is the R, which stands for RANTS. So jane what is your rant
1: well firstly i would just like to thank you for giving me the opportunity to have a rant turns out i have a lot of pent-up anger and frustration and uh i've always been known for good rants i remember my mother actually saying to my husband you just have to let jane rant sometimes let her get out and then she'll move on you don't have to say anything back just let it out so this is so up my street and until this morning i had my one sorted and then things happen this morning and I have a new one.
0: Oh, it's a fresh rant. I love a fresh rant.
1: It's sort of about having manners and being polite to people. I really feel, I mean, I do feel like I've been in a bunker, but has everybody lost their manners in common courtesy in the pandemic? Because people just don't say thank you or smile or anything as much as they used to. For example, this morning when I let somebody out on the school run, they didn't say thank you. And then when I was standing there with all my coffees and a baby and I let a man pass, did he say thank you? No. So I then thought about this and events and I thought how much it irks me when people are rude to waiting staff or the crew or the cleaning staff and just not okay. And manners cost us nothing. And those people are working super hard. And you should always be polite. And I hate it when they also get the brunt of people's frustration if something's not going right. It's not their fault. Um, No one deserves to be shouted at at work. So Yeah, I really think we all need to remember to be polite. Um, It really doesn't matter who you are or who anyone else is. We should all have respect for each other. And, you know, I've worked with um, a lot of, you know, very senior people, and a lot of them, the ones who have gone far, have the most beautiful manners and will always stop and talk to people and have a conversation. And I like to think that's how they've got as far as they have in life.
0: I like that. Straight up, be nice.
1: Be kind. When you can be anything in the world, be kind.
0: It's it's funny because actually, because of lockdown, I do feel like people are forgetting their manners or forgetting, I mean, they're forgetting social interaction anyway. Like, I don't know how to tell stories anymore. I'd be talking to someone, they'd be like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. Something funny happened. I can't remember how it went.
1: Callum, what have you got if you haven't got stories?
0: I know, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> but the manners thing, I think, I yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it as well. Um, as the world starts to open up again, uh, I think people are going to have to learn etiquette.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to give some online classes if people want them.
0: I like the idea of you leading a manners course because I feel <laughs> like <laughs> you might not be the most patient teacher with the students.
1: I mean, maybe not, but I get the point across.
0: The next section of RSVP and the second part of the acronym is S, which stands for stories. I want three stories from you, the first of which, a memorable experience of a destination.
1: Absolutely. So I didn't want to be too cliche, but I am going to be a bit cliche and pick San Francisco. So I um, am fortunate to have been to San Francisco uh, quite a few times with my previous employer. And I didn't want to like it, to be honest. Um, America and me have a little bit of a love-hate relationship. I find myself often working for American companies and my husband loves America and he used to find it hilarious that I used to have to go to America because I was not a fan. However, it's not really, it's a bit more European. You know, it's got a great vibe, it's got an amazing food scene. You know, like they really take that seriously. Um, also, some fabulous hotels. Um, and I, I, I like the kind of, I think, in comparison to a lot of American cities, it's all sort of in the city. You know, it's everything's kind of on your doorstep. You know, you don't have to like go out to loads of malls and stuff. And speaking of which, it does have great shopping, which is always a big attraction for me. Um, And I just had beautiful memories of doing amazing boat trips on the bay. And also there's this incredible place called the water bar. And I did a couple of parties there and they were just really fun parties, actually, and with great views of the bridges and also, like, you can see sea lions. Like, when did you go to a city and you get to see sea lions just chilling out? I thought they were fake, to be honest, for a while, but they they were real. I love that that's a perk. You're like, but you could see sea lions. <laughs> did you hear there's a seal down the river in Kingston recently? I mean, these seals and sea lions do get about. But also with San Fran, I mean, I wanted to pick somewhere that does do good events. And Moscone... I think it's a bit lovely. Hey, but I love it. I think it's a great conference venue. I wish we had one like that. It's really cool. And um, it's got lovely, like, open space, etc. Um, But also you can go on great, like, incentive trips out to Napa. And, you know, who doesn't love a bit of wine tasting? And then, of course, you know, I do work in the technology field. And, um, you know, I do love being so close to Silicon Valley and where all that innovation is and all, like, all those big companies have started. It's pretty cool. So yeah, San Francisco is the one for me. However, I want to point out my two downsides of it, because they do bug me. So number one, the jet lag is a killer. For some reason, that always gets me and I basically don't sleep, which is maybe because I'm out having fun. Another one, the bars, they close early. For some reason, they have this weird law in California where things have to close early. That's not fun. But it's probably for the best, actually.
0: I was gonna say, you're saying that you don't sleep because you're out too late, but they shut early. So, I mean, it sounds like if they didn't shut early, you just wouldn't. I know,
1: exactly. I come back a broken mess. But first event I did after having my first child and literally my colleagues were like, what has happened to you, Jane? It's like you're on a hen do. I just went a bit wild.
0: This week's podcast is sponsored by Convention Bureau Italia, the benchmark for everybody wanting to organise an event in Italy. Learn more at italyathand.com about how you can participate as a hosted buyer to Italy at Hand 2021, the most interactive mice event ever. And it's taking place in Milan this December. That's right, it's time to get back with your Italian partners. The next story that I'd like to hear from you is your most memorable experience of a hotel.
1: So hotels are, you know, a big passion of mine. They're in, they're in my blood. My dad worked in the hotel industry, and uh, my parents do have a bit of a reputation to booking hotels, turning up, deciding they don't like them, and move to another one. Super embarrassing when you're 14.
0: (laughs) That
1: is so. literally all the time. So yeah, they have a bit of a rep. Well, at least if they're not moving hotels, they're gonna move rooms like five times. Um, With a hotel, they've got to have a lot, haven't they? They've got to have a good location, good accommodation, good food, good service, good conference facilities. The breakfast is super key, Um, they've got to have a nice pool. I didn't want to pick one without a pool because that is important to me. Um, it's a little bit unfair to the ones that are in London, to be fair, but you know, they can't have it all. So I picked the Mandarin Oriental in Marrakesh. Um, I just can't get this place out of my head, really. I've been there twice and it was was probably a good old 10 years ago. Um, it's the only hotel I follow on Instagram because I just love bringing back the memories of it. It's, I don't know if you've ever been to Marrakesh. You must have been to Marrakesh.
0: I actually haven't. And believe it or not, I haven't been to San Francisco either.
1: Oh my God, who are you? I know marrakesh is like pretty crazy in the city like all the souks and stuff there's a you know it's very vibrant um but the mandarin oriental is kind of like behind closed gates it's a little oasis of calm and it has these beautiful gardens and beautiful olive trees this amazing pool area it's just really luxurious and i love the combination of that kind of the oriental charm with the kind of like moroccan feel as well like they're kind of two design ideas that i really love and they combine beautifully. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm very passionate about a hotel breakfast. I mean, wouldn't you just love a hotel breakfast right now? <laughs> it would be amazing. Do you know what I
0: also miss? I just miss the turn down service <laughs> sometimes. You know, if, if I've you know, had one of those days where I kind of made my bed, but like, you know, you sort of sloppily make it and you, you know, it's, it's whatever. And I go to sleep and I'm like, oh, if I was in a hotel right now, this would be crisp.
1: Chris, and where is my chocolate and my slippers?
0: The final story um, of the S in RSVP would be your most
1: memorable food experience. So food is another one of my sweet spots. I think um, most event planners have an area that they really hone in on, like whether it be floral or technology. But mine is food. And um, some of you may know that I worked in catering for a number of years. So I am quite hot on it i think my name is probably mud around a lot of restaurants and hotels and with caterers because they're like oh not her and her ridiculous requests again but i really do think food can make or break an event um and you know let's get it right so um I feel like it's quite egocentric, but my best food experience was my own wedding. Uh, Cause of course I designed the menu. <laughs> so um, I'm really lucky actually. I used to work with a couple of amazing people called Lyndon and Ryan, and they set up a great catering company called Clement Worrell. And they kindly agreed to cater my wedding, which I think probably Lyndon started to regret along the line, but he, he knew what he was getting himself in for
0: bridezilla basically
1: (laughs) bridezilla yeah but uh yeah they were a really lovely company they do a lot of local food a lot of sustainable food which is you know a real really important to me especially as I got married in the UK so I was you know really wanting to have stuff that came locally um and they just did a really beautiful job and it was like just being able to design this whole experience and you know at weddings it can be a bit awkward when you, you don't know people so i wanted to make sure it was interactive so we had these amazing picnic baskets on the tables for the starter and there was like these beautiful like pork pies and potted shrimp so people had to chat to each other and pass it around and then we had this like, incredible like real posh barbecue with amazing salads and stuff so people had to actually move off their asses to get it which is always good get people moving and um, we had this lovely, like, wall tarts. And then, like, we had little mini tubs of New Forest ice cream, and the waiting staff had them in an usherette tray. And of course, you know, I felt like I had to put on a great show because, you know, it's what I do. But they did such a great job. And yeah, I loved it.
0: Yeah, it must be it must be extra pressure for an event planner to have a good wedding because all of the guests are going to be like you do this for your living. So Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, and literally, I mean the day before, my gosh, it was terrible weather. I literally turned and I had like the whole family lined up assigning them jobs. They were they were terrified, really terrified actually.
0: I think it's important <laughs> to know that that you are lovely. Like to meet in person, you're lovely. However, I'm quite petrified of this one particular side of you, which is (laughs) if someone hasn't got the food right or you know, when you're in bridezilla mode.
1: Yeah, we call her, well, event bitch, basically. Yeah, she she does come out. I think she's tamed a bit recently. I thought she tamed a bit, actually. Apparently I was quite bad when pregnant. So I'm so sorry, anybody who came across me um, then, but I think I might have mellowed a bit, but we'll have to see what happens. My colleagues may disagree
0: the v in rsvp is visions and it's an opportunity for you to paint the picture of your dream event and there are no limitations whatsoever hit me what is your dream event <laughs>
1: I am quite lucky that I find that with my job, because I suppose I'm client side and I work for quite innovative, creative companies, they let me, you know, they do let me loose quite a lot of times. So a lot of the things I wanted to do I've managed to like segue into my events, but don't worry, I came up, I had some stuff that no one's quite given me the budget for yet. So I thought I'd start um, with a very key bit, which is the guest list. And I think, you know, there's always the people oh, like me, the hangers on that get to go to all the good events and, you know, get to have these experiences. And I thought, well, there's all these wonderful people that would never get invited to an old swanky party. So, you know, having just been through this pandemic, I was thinking of all those nurses and doctors and hospital staff, the catering staff, the cleaning staff, all of those people who have worked so hard. You know, all of those folks who would never usually get invited, but have done an amazing job this past horrible year, um, that they would be the guest list because I think they would also really appreciate it. Um, So they can all come and they can bring a plus one because I'm nice like that. Um, I wanted everybody to be able to feel and look their best. So pre-event, they would get a stylist so they could pick a beautiful outfit and get their hair and makeup done. I mean, how nice would that be! Everyone would look wonderful. They'd feel great, not have to worry about all that stuff themselves.
0: That's such a good touch. That's such I a good
1: know. touch. Why don't people do that? Oh,
0: I would love that. I mean, I, 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 hundred percent. If I, if someone said that they were going to dress me, style me, and send me on my way, I mean, yeah, hundred percent.
1: Exactly. I suppose what's not to love? Um. So yes, yeah, so they'd all be looking great, and then it had to be. I do love an outdoor venue. Um. I, I am the weather curse on most of my events. If I pick something outdoor, the weather is usually horrific, but, um, I'm thinking like a rooftop and I want it to overlook some water, very keen on water, very calming, I think. Um, so a beautiful, warm, um, lovely weather, outdoor location and thinking sort of starting like just for sunset, so you can kind of experience a lovely sunset. Um, And then I'm thinking about entertainment. And I'm quite lucky to have seen some incredible performers over my time. So first off is the magnificent Lady Gaga. I saw her quite early on in her her days um, at the O2. And I I just loved it. I was just so blown away. She's such a great performer. Um, So I think she would just be phenomenal. Um, And the other one, Cher, I just I saw her in Vegas. It might have been last year, might have been the year before, who knows. But she, she's she's incredible. I mean, wow. What a woman and what a body. I was actually listening some before this to like get me, you know, ready actually because she's quite empowering.
0: I like that. Listen to some share before being interviewed by Callum.
1: Exactly. It, it fitted in well. Um and then the third lady, uh, another um another classic Dolly Parton. Now, I have never got to see Dolly Parton, but I would just love to see Dolly Parton. Everybody loves Dolly.
0: This is a great lineup.
1: <laughs> And then I'm gonna, you know, let's be gender equal. And um, Bruno Mars, I actually saw Bruno Mars in San Francisco in these amazing, like, government buildings outside. It was a really cool concert, and he's he's quite mini, um so he did get a bit lost. But he was a really good performer. I really enjoyed it. And then, last but no means least, um, good old Brits, take that. I mean, I've seen them quite a few times. Gotta love. It. I don't know how many you intake that anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a handful. Let's let's yeah.
1: I'm actually not a great Robbie fan, so we can leave him behind. Okay,
0: so Robbie is, is not allowed to join Take That for this.
1: He's not invited, I'm afraid.
0: Gary Barlow? You happy oh, yeah, I love,
1: oh, I love Gary, yeah. I actually love his solo stuff as well.
0: Okay, so maybe he can do one song by himself at some point.
1: With his piano. Um, so they're all there doing doing their thing. Um food and drink um well it's got to be a, like amazing champagne bar with like a selection of all these great champagnes and also actually english sparkling wine i've actually introduced all the school mums to night and i feel like i've scored quite a few points with them for introducing them to it i feel like i'm in now um love the Nightimber, so good um and then we can have some other drinks for other people like you know juice bar
0: do you know what normally i mean my taste is is probably like mcdonald's region but I can actually say that I've had Nightimber, and I know it and I know it quite well. I've, I've done a whole wine tasting experience.
1: Get me an invite. Anyone from Nightimber listening?
0: I've, I've never felt so classy being able to comment on, on, a, on a type of sparkling wine. I'm like, <gasps> oh yes, I know Nightimber very well. <laughs> the final part of RSVP, the P is pains. And it is an opportunity for our listeners to share their anonymous confessions. All they have to do is email cit.rsvp at haymarket.com, and then I share them with our guests. So here we go. Dear Callum, We were in Maine and were spending the day on the Columbia, a sailing yacht that won the America's Cup. The aim of the day was for the group to learn how to sail it. Now, to paint a picture of the dynamic, it was myself and my colleague, two young females, on a boat with a lot of very wealthy older gentlemen. However none of the guests actually wanted to do any of the physical stuff around the boat, which was the whole point of the day. So it was pretty much down to myself and my colleague. This normally would have been fine, but, expecting a day of plain sailing, we had had a huge night out the previous evening, so we woke up very hungover.
1: Now, that wasn't a great idea, was it, ladies? You're going on the boat. (laughs)
0: It does sound like that they may have been out on a a night out with you you post-pregnancy.
1: Yeah, Yeah. in San Francisco. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I mean, they probably had to be in bed by 12, but still.
0: This was slightly remedied with a couple of drinks at breakfast, but we still had to spend the rest of the day in a rough stay.
1: (laughs) I would like to say that actually, you know, whilst i said I got, you know, quite carried away on an event, I did still turn up and not drink on the job at breakfast. I can safely say I've not done that ever
0: I love that they're like do you know what I feel rough what can we do get some bloody marys in hair of the dog anyway we were learning to pull the sail from one side of the boat to the other and everyone was watching us but for some reason I then started hysterically laughing (laughs) yeah probably a combination of being slightly tipsy and the experience of having to demonstrate something technical to the group that I knew nothing about I then couldn't stop laughing.
1: <laughs> right.
0: But then I started to wet myself.
1: <laughs> no, I just knew this was coming. I didn't want it to. I just, oh no. Oh no.
0: Uncontrollably.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't even read the confession <laughs> oh, oh, This poor person Oh I'm so sorry for you
0: The tap oh. would not turn off And obviously <laughs> I couldn't sneak off Or say anything because I was what? in the spotlight I was the one demonstrating <laughs> But luckily They didn't know because I was wearing Black joggers and the waves were quite Energetic <laughs>
1: sorry. Firstly why is she wearing joggers To an event she's running That's not Okay <laughs> sorry love no but I mean I'm glad you were I was was imagining beige trousers and
0: oh yeah I was picturing like kind of a white party where you know you just yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love that Uh, you picked that up you're like hold on a second never mind the fact that you're wetting yourself here why are you wearing black joggers (laughs) so I just had to stand there pissing myself in front of a group of very senior Americans (laughs)
1: what oh. is worse, I, worse? Then had to,
0: I then had to spend the rest of the day in the same clothes
1: oh. yeah i was thinking that to sh- you wouldn't have had a spare clothes and you're on a boat so you can't just nip off to MS and get a new pair can you and you mm. can't
0: really sort of say oh i need to get changed because they'll be like why you know it's i think use the waves i would have like oh, you know okay,
1: so, so sorry i meant to offer some kind of advice here because <laughs> I there is nothing i have nothing that is excruciatingly embarrassing i feel very sorry for you awful i know throw yourself overboard so you're then soaked um you have a bit of a wash as well because that's not going to be a nice smell is it um and then hopefully someone will save you and provide you some other clothing
0: yeah you sort of say oh i need to get out of these wet clothes now you know and and start out
1: you're sodding wet oh (laughs) oh oh god it's it's the
0: fact that she was laughing as well so it's sort oh, of like no. standing there like absolutely like dying of <laughs> laughter and then I imagine because when you're in that kind of state especially if you've had a bit to drink as well <laughs> you, rather than getting embarrassed by what's happening you find it even more funny so that you start to laugh even more and it just just spirals <laughs>
1: I just, I just, can't, oh God, I can quite categorically So I've never wet myself in an event, thank good. All
2: right, all right, all right, here we go. We'll give it up for Jane Patman. man, you want service now, yes, she can. They party together at CNIT on the racetracks with the Portuguese. Jane loves to have a good old ranch, she hates Batman. Yeah, just say thanks Whether it's the cleaners or the crew You gotta be polite, there's no need to be rude She doesn't like to be cliche But she thinks that San Fran is eh- okay Great vibe, great food, hotels and more Mandrian in Marrakesh rises above Oriental charm with Moroccan feel You want a luxury living, yeah, it's the real deal Food's so important, so get it right Especially if it's your own wedding night Clement will know how it's done Sustainable food that's second to none Jane dreams of an event for deserving guests Doctors, nurses with their own personal stylists Outdoors on a roof looking over the sea With Gaga, Bruno, Cher and Dolly But if you find yourself on a boat You had a big night and you can barely float Don't start laughing cause you might not stop And now you turn the tap on and it won't turn off Jane's got some advice for you, my friend. Just jump overboard and don't do it again. Yeah, Jane Pedman's cool, it's plain to see. I'll catch you all on the next R.S.V.P.